Good evening, church. This evening we're going to talk about something that in some cases brings anxiety to, to those, some of those within the church and those with, that are not saved and not in the church. Um, let's see where. We're going to talk about those who've done good deeds but that are unsaved and according to God's word, those who've, who have not been saved through belief, repentance, confession, and baptism, which one must do to be saved and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and properly be added to the Lord's church. In Matthew 7, verses 13 through 15, it says, For the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Let's look at the definitions of few and many. Many is a multitude or mass, great mass of people. Few is a small number, but it means more than two. So as we can see from that, very few will make it into heaven. In Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it says, We must all appear before the judgment seat of Jesus. Jesus Christ, so that each one may receive good or evil according to what he has done in the body. All means everyone with no exceptions, everything such as she gave her all. Now let's get into the meat of the subject for this evening. Many times people have said God will save all good people. This implies that there are good people in all churches, the one true church and the man-made churches, who will be saved. It also implies that there are even more good people who have never been members of any church who will be saved and get to heaven. Will all people be saved? What does the Bible say? The Bible teaches that one can never be good enough to be saved by his own goodness. If people could be saved and make it to heaven by their good deeds, then it would not have been necessary for Christ to die for our sins. The Apostle Paul wrote, In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no man can boast. Paul, in another writing concerning this, Turn to, it's in Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. While we were without strength, at the right time Christ died 
for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would even dare to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Even the very best people who have lived long enough to know the difference between right and wrong have sinned. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, and verse 23, What then? Are we Jews better than they? No, not at all. For we have already charged that both Jews and Gentiles are under the power of sin. As it is written, no one is righteous. No, not one. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In chapter 10 of the book of Acts, we read about a man named Cornelius. He was a very good man. He also was a very religious man, but he was not saved. Notice the Bible's description of this man, Cornelius, in Acts chapter 10, verses 1 and 2. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius a centurion of what was known as the Italian man, a devout man who feared God with all his household. He gave alms generously to the people and prayed continually to God. Cornelius was a worshiper of the true God and taught his family also to fear God. Also, Cornelius was a person of prayer. He was also, as we see, generous and gave, to the, gave much to the people. In spite of his faith and good deeds, Cornelius was not saved. He was told by the angel to send to Joppa and call on Simon, surnamed Peter who would tell him what he must do to be saved. We, we know the story of Cornelius. He was taught by Peter, an elder in the Lord's church, and he, was, he and his family were saved and added to the Lord's church. Will all good people be saved and make it to heaven? The answer is no. In Romans 3.23, it says, for there is no distinction, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. So as we see, all have sinned, and one sin can keep one out of heaven. John wrote, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the books, in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's found in Revelation 21, 27. 
The only way to remove sin is by the blood of Jesus Christ. This is done in our obedience to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We read in the book of Acts, verse 22, chapter 22, verse 16. And now, why do you wait? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. What does this teach about faith only? And what does it teach about baptism? It is as clear as the starry sky that baptism is needed for the remission of sins. Acts 2, verse 38. Also, faith only is a, not a true doctrine. James says in chapter 2, verse 26. So it says, so as we can see, all good people will not be saved or make it to heaven. Neither will all religious people be saved and make it to heaven. But one must be right religiously. That means they must be saved and be in the Lord's church. Jesus said, every plant that my father has not planted, my father will, will root it up. And that's found in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. He also said, everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will not enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. That's Matthew 7, 21. Not all good people will be saved. Those that will be saved are those who humbly submit to our Lord Jesus Christ in obedience to his gospel and who ever after live for him by doing his will. Although he was a son, Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal life and eternal salvation to all who obey him. And that's in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. So I give you this last closing thought. In the book of Acts, there's a story, which I'm sure you all know, about Paul, and he had the privilege to preach to King Agrippa. And after he finished preaching to King Agrippa, King Agrippa said, Paul, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. If anyone here tonight is not a Christian, I don't want to almost persuade you. I want to totally persuade you to become a Christian through your belief, repenting of your sins, confessing that Jesus is the son of the living God, and go, go down into the watery grave to a baptism and come up a new creature and have been properly added to the Lord's church and received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Or if one needs the prayers of the church, I ask that you also come forth and if you have any questions, any brothers and sisters here will be able to assist you in the questions that you have. So I ask that you come forward if you have a need as we sing the song that has been selected.